Today, we're talking trends. I'm Kelly Wilkness with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 306, Trends That Have Lost Their Tread. You can find the show notes for today's episode at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 306. You know, that's the problem with the trends. They come in with a with a boom and then they leave with a sizzle. Leave with a little, just a little. A little poof. Sometimes yeah. not even a sizzle. Just yeah, poof. just, yeah. But that's little, okay mm-hmm. because, you know, like our friend Lisa's husband said, it's kind of a catch and release. Particularly yes. with trends. Yes, yes. You that, catch it, you have a mm-hmm. fling, and then you fling it out of your house. Yeah. So we're not anti-trend. I mean, I love trends. I think um, it's fun to have them as long as you know what you're dealing with. You don't want to be spending lots of money on trends because what comes up must come down, and then they're going to be out, and you're going to be sad that you have a sofa now with a, you know, ECAT design <gasps> on it. That You're giving some away. <gasps> Stop it. Well, you know, I think of, <laughs> yeah, I think of trends as kind of like the sprinkles on the cupcake of decorating. Like you mm-hmm. enjoy decorating. Like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cake part is like all your foundational pieces and all that really good stuff. And then the icing mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of your vignettes and your your more little decorative pieces and maybe even your lamps and things like that. And then the sprinkles are little bits of the trend things that are fun. And, you know, if you looked at a cupcake with sprinkles and one without sprinkles, you'd probably pick the one with sprinkles because it's just prettier and more fun. I mean, why not have sprinkles when you can? So I just made that all on the top of my head. I wasn't thinking about that. So if it... Uh, so if it doesn't make, uh, if it doesn't resonate with you all, you know, just give me some grace. That's what I'm, but that's how I'm feeling about the trends. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm with you and don't look at the ingredients on the, on the sprinkles and you'll be good to go. Oh, they're all natural organic sprinkles. Uh, well, of course the ones that we, yes, the ones yeah, we talk course, about, of course are. Sprinkles. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So let's talk about, it. are you ready? Yes. Okay. One, one, I am just saying, Yay. <laughs> well, I've already mentioned the one, so I'm going to say that one first is the ECAT. Okay. Well, or yeah. ICAT here in Texas, however you oh, want to say it, you yeah. know. But that is, um, yeah, just not so in. You know, it was super hot. It was on everything, everywhere. And I just thought, hmm, it actually lasted longer than I thought it was going to. But, yeah, it's it's now out. Yeah, that and the trellis uh, yes. design. It sort of made their way out. But again, you know, they came in too hard. You know, it was just a lot. But I think you're right about the um, ECAT. It lasted longer than I would have thought because it is a very distinctive look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can be associated with a certain period of time. So now. I and mean, that's the kiss of, you know, mm. that's the, uh, I don't want to say the kiss of death, but the kiss of if it's a ex- very specific look. Then, and if you can say, oh, that's the look of 2005, then you know for sure it's it's not going to be the look of 2006. Right. Now, if you have some iCat, eCat, uh, pillow covers or things like that, hey, just unzip them and get some new pillow covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, if you really, really love them, then that's fine. But mm-hmm. just this is just what's going on out there in the trend world where, you know, people care about what's in and what's out. If you right. love it, keep it. But right. it's not and, the hot thing anymore. 
Right. So we're kind of talking about what's not hot anymore, but that is in no way to say that if you have any of these things, you should get rid of them. In fact, I see things that all the time that reports that this or that is out. And I think, "Mm, well, I'm not getting rid of mine because I still like it. You still like it or hey, it might come back. But And I never bought it because it was, you know, whatever. So Right. Because it was the trend thing. Mm -hmm. But today is trends that have lost their tread. So yes, we're going to be talking to you about things that are are no longer hot, that are out, that have seen uh, their day in the sun. Now I am saying, God bless the death of the farmhouse sign and the cookie Mm -hmm. cutter farmhouse Mm -hmm. decor. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw this one coming because talk about hitting it hard. This was everywhere. Yeah. And I cringed when I saw it because I just thought, oh, this is going to be, it's going to be rough. It's people are spending a lot of money on it and it's going to be super out, you know, before too long. Uh, And we're not talking about all farm, like the, the true, the real thing, the things that are actually vintage. I have a lot of vintage pieces, and we're not really talking about those. We're talking about the faux pieces, the pieces oh, yeah. that we're are not made to look old. We're not talking about that at all. The authentic, the real deal, like if you really did dig it out of a barn or somebody else did, or it really was part of a barn <laughs> mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, but if you dug it out of the clearance aisle at TJ Maxx or Home Goods or not even the clearance aisle, if you bought it when this look was really, really hot or the, the, all those lines they have at Target, like, mm, it's, it, if there's too much of it in your home, it can be very dated now. Well, I just saw it everywhere and I just thought, mm, this is going to be a rough one for a lot of people because it seems like it just went over so big. And yeah. there was a certain TV show associated with it. So- well, that's all we're going to say about that. Well, yeah, there was just mm-hmm. a lot of it and mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Yeah, and, it and it was cheap, like really cheap. Mm-hmm. And so you could get a lot of it. But you know what? All of that adds up. Yeah. Yeah. And I the, mean, and some of it, I, I mean, I liked, I liked some of it. I mean, it wasn't that it was awful. It's just, you know, it's just not, it's not hot anymore. Right. But that to be said, like if you do have a lot of that and if you're feeling like, yeah, maybe hmm, I want to cut back on that. You could still keep some pieces of it, but you know you don't want to have twelve galvanized pieces in a room. You know, maybe one, something like that. You don't want to have a whole lot of things that look like you know it, they came from a factory where somebody was rubbing the paint off of them. You know, you want if it's authentic, go for it. I mean, Anita and I absolutely love an authentic farmhouse, mm-hmm. whether it be American mm-hmm. or European or something right. like that. But you know what we're talking about. It's the it's the the reproduction inauthentic stuff that it just was so mass produced that it's just everywhere and it's the time is now for it to be gone. Yeah, and something that I actually was not too keen on this time was the macrame. You know, it had been yeah. in before and then went out, and I thought I would never see it again, and then it came uh, back, and then it was everywhere. And I just thought, what happened? Did I? Go to sleep and wake up in 1975? No, I know. I just, I, I could never embrace that. Um, my mom didn't, you know, when that was around the first time. We never had that sort of thing in our house. My mom was definitely on the colonial train. I oh, mean, we well, did have yes. a spinning wheel in our house. But, you know, it was the 
bicentennial, 1976, the 200th well, anniversary. It. No, that is what it was because the colonial came in really was a very hot, hot trend then. And that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and we're we, still waiting for that to come back. <laughs> well, I was in, pe- listen, I was in Pennsylvania in 1976. Wow. Yeah. And we had some relatives from Oklahoma visit us that wanted to visit all the stuff as the bicentennial. And I just thought, the stuff. Well, I'm like, no. You mean the bell and the yeah, bell and everything? Yeah, stu- yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, but you know, I don't like crowds. And <laughs> where do you think the crowds are during 1976? The Liberty Bell, the That's White true. House, Mount Vernon. And I just yeah. thought, could you just come back this time next year? I'd be happy to take you. Uh, or, oh, you know, I wasn't God. driving, but I was a kid. But <laughs> All right, let's get back to macrame. <laughs> okay. Whoa, I'm dizzy. Okay. okay, so macrame can also be referred to as fiber art, which I think mm-hmm. I like even less, that word. Now, I know there are some incredibly talented fiber artists out there in the world and doing beautiful works that, you know, ha, uh, have artistic value much beyond what you could get in a mass-produced macrame wall hanging. But it's still not 100% my thing, but I can appreciate that on an artistic level. But the macrame that was just sort of that, you know, beige woven stuff like mm-hmm. on a hoop or whatever. No, no. Well, and the, the dream catchers, are they kind of, because I'm thinking they're part of this too. Yes. I don't know. Did they make a really big comeback or they just sort of show up? I saw them everywhere a few years ago. Yeah. I think that that's part of it. And really just like overdoing anything is I, not how we're decorating these days. Mm-hmm. So any of these things, whether it be the the fresh eggs farmhouse, you know, your house declaring it's a farmhouse, even though it's a ranch in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. If you really overdid that or you overdid the macrame, any of the looks, it's just not the way we're decorating now. So, you know, get a trend, enjoy it, add little pieces of it, but don't go too deep because then the day comes, like the day we're talking about now, when these trends have to come to their reckoning and they're just not happening anymore. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the trends, that's why I really, a lot of them, unless I'm really crazy about them, I don't do a lot of them because I know they're going to be out and then I'm going to be kicking myself because I spend money on some of the things. Because I've, you know, I, I've i done it, you know, just you learn your lesson over time. Um and and they're still fun. They're still fun. So I think they're great to do. But I wouldn't buy spend like like Kelly said a lot of money on them. So right. something else we're seeing is the fast furniture is kind of not as popular right now. Now describe for everyone what you think what you mean. By uh, kind fast of cheap, cheap, cheaply made furniture. Furniture mm-hmm. uh, that maybe requires a a wrench to put together. Or an Allen an wrench. An Allen wrench. I love an, an Allen, Allen wrench. wrench. How yes. many Allen wrenches do people have in their house now? Like you always, you get one with everything that's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely have some furniture put together with an Allen wrench in my house. I do I too. Am, yeah, I think we all do. But but that's another one of those things. I don't think you want your whole house to be filled with furniture like that. No. And in fact, um, we did a podcast episode on the brown furniture, bummed or blessed. Mm -hmm. And then I just did a blog post and a YouTube video on that too, because I really truly think that this type of furniture, I, it's coming back. Like I think Mm -hmm. we're ahead of that, that trend by talking about it, but that kind of furniture 
And we're not talking about brown furniture that you put together with an Allen wrench. We're talking about heirloom, handed down, thrifted, antiqued furniture that was made when it's in a time where craftsmanship was really valued and you're going to get a beautiful piece of furniture with probably dovetail joints and beautiful carvings and something like for a song right now. So wouldn't it be better to get something like that than to buy something probably at an equivalent price or maybe even more that you have to put together with an Allen wrench? Oh, there's so many beautiful vintage pieces and a lot of them just have a stain that looks really dated. And for those pieces, a coat of paint and you are golden. Yeah. And There's I'm saying so many beautiful pieces furniture, there. Yeah. You don't right. You even have to paint a lot of them. Well, if it's a, if it's an, I, a lot of times though, it seems like if it's at the thrift store, it's because mm-hmm. the paint stain is orange. Well, also just because I think we got to this point, which now you're saying this trend is over. We were at a point for a number of years where people were like, oh, well, I can, that's 120 bucks. Or I just, it comes in a flat box and I'll just put it together and it's fine. But I think people are really like, you don't want a house full of stuff like that. Like that, it's really, I mean, it can serve a purpose maybe in a kid's room or a nursery or your basement, or you just need a little side something someplace. Fine. But if you've got a house full of stuff like that, mm, that that's not really what you want at the end of the day, right? So you can start replacing it and maybe you get ahead of this brown furniture renaissance. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I'm going to tell you about another one that's really out and... That is mid-century. And all I would see for years Mm -hmm. at the Rose Bowl are these Mm -hmm. really hip couples like from the west side of LA or celebrities, some of which I would recognize and most of which I wouldn't, walking around looking for their mid-century and they're all so cool. And I mid-century is not my thing. It never will be. I can appreciate it, but it's not what I want in my house necessarily. But I bet now mid-century is like done. Like, you know, put a fork in it. It's over completely mid-century is not the look. I'm predicting these same cool people <laughs> that are on trend, that are, you know, looking at the Rose Bowl or, you know, going to antique stores and, you know, hip little locations around the United States, they're going to start looking for brown furniture pretty soon. <laughs> so you guys better get ahead of it. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm, and I would say wicker furniture can be overdone. And I don't think it's out totally, but I think a room full of wicker furniture is kind of seen its day. Uh, But I do love wicker on the porch. I think it has a place and I still like it. Yeah. So I think it's just, I think it's all a matter of balance and just using it where it's not overdone. Yeah. And, you know, you picture in your mind's eye like those wicker sets and things like that. I just think sets of anything is, you know, like overdoing anything, like having True. a whole set of one thing is just probably not the best way to decorate today. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's uh, right. I mean, and it's, yeah, times have changed. I think at one point that was all the rage, but it just isn't anymore. Okay. And when nobody's going to like us saying this, but it it's just, it's, and, it, and it's okay if you have them, it's great if you love them, but cherry cabinets are just not on trend. 
that trend was, again, it was just the go-to color. And I don't really know why. That was the color for so long that if you were making doing a kitchen or redoing your cabinets, you'd go someplace and they'd be like, "Well, that's of course because you want the cherry." All, well, I'll tell you, I think it was a backlash against all of the oak. Everything was oak, 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 and I never got on the golden oak train. I never really liked it, and so, and you know, just think back, there weren't as many options as there are now, and I think there was the cherry wood was very in at that point. And so people said, well, what if we did this cherry on our cabinets? Then that would look very rich, just like Mm -hmm. the rich cherry furniture. And uh, I think people were just desperate for something besides the golden oak cabinets. And so I think that's where it went instead of going over to the white, which is where, you know, now someone's going to tell you the white cabinets are out, uh, which I've read several places, but I'm just, I'm not feeling that one. No, I don't think that's true. And, you know, of course, we're sitting here and we have, you know, white or mostly white cabinets to, you know, in our homes. But I just think a white kitchen is just never going to go out. I think, well, no, I think but, I, but part of this is, you know, when you look at something, when you you hear X is dated mm-hmm. or, or not on trend anymore, and you look at it and you go, yeah, yeah, I'm tired of looking at that. I think a lot of people are tired of looking at for the white cabinets. It's not just that I have white cabinets, um, but they still look really good to me. They don't feel dated to me at all. No. I don't think it's a wishful thinking just because I have it. No, I agree with you. Yeah, it's a classic look. So, yeah. But one would think the cherry cabinets would be as well, in a sense. I mean, they're, you know, the cherry wood cabinets is really nice wood, but there's something about it that date will date your kitchen. Well, and honestly, this is my opinion about this. I haven't heard this anywhere else, but this is my personal thought on this, is that everything, everybody's putting, and not just bloggers and Instagrammers, but everybody is putting their whole life out there on Instagram. And when that happened, I think changed things changed because suddenly it's not just does it look good in person, but does it photograph well? Mm. And stained Furniture stained cabinetry often doesn't come across as well in photos as white cabinetry, as painted furniture sometimes does. And that's, I, my opinion is that that actually played a big role in the switch. Wow. I think you're so right. I never considered Mm -hmm. that. Wow. Well, as someone who does, you know, participate in all these social medias and, and takes photos, you're absolutely right. I mean, my, I think, I mean, I got to be a better photographer, but my house, my prior home, you know, in the autumnal colors that it was, yes, was very, very pretty in person mm-hmm. yes. and really gave you a, a hug. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, everybody who came in said something about that, some, some form of that about the house, if they were to say something about the house, but did it photograph well? No. It didn't. Yeah, I know. I know. And there's been things in my house that in person I thought, well, this looks great. But then I took a picture of it and I thought, I oh, this is not going to – I mean, for a blogger, for a book author mm-hmm. in interior design, I just thought I've, I've got to do something about this. It's just not translating well at all. Right. So then just taking this the next step further. So if you do have, you know, cherry cabinets, now it's say – based on what you're saying, like, oh, well, is that really off trend? Or is it just that we're not seeing it because p- 
people who have them aren't taking pictures of them. <laughs> only the people with the white cabinets are taking pictures of them. I, but I if wonder. only the white, but if, but what's on trend is what people see. Right. And what is out right. there. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. Right. Uh, so I don't see those cherry com- cabinets coming back in anytime soon for that reason. Right. And again, you know, when you're listening to this, we're talking about trends and we're not talking about your beautiful kitchen that you love with your cherry cabinets. Uh, so it's, it, this is a trend report. Right. Well, right. And the, and, and that's what we're saying too, is that I cherry cabinetry can be beautiful. I mean, all these things can be beautiful in person, but again, it's just hard to, just the photos. It's a different, it's a different story when you're photographing something. That's a really good point. But, but all the farmhouse. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's, she's she's throwing the glove down. Yeah. What? And, and we've discussed this, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, if we've done on the podcast or just you and I, but the accent wall. Wham, wham. It's gone. Yeah, I thought it was out before, but I was hearing it was back and I thought, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And the you, word mm-hmm. art, which all kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with the farmhouse. You know, we had all those, um, and it, some of it was really beautiful. And I, I purchased some uh, word art for my daughter from this. A wonderful company on Etsy and it's all hand painted and it is a beautiful saying it's kind of like you know I'm paraphrasing but it's kind of like you know you, there's only one of you and your your spirit is so wonderful and just you know be you and all that and it's a, right. it's a lovely thing for my daughter too if she takes the time to read it on her wall or wake up to it so I love that I'm not going to take that down that was a gift to her a couple of years ago but word art um in general, is really not all the rage anymore. And certainly if it says like fresh eggs or things like that, not so much. Yeah, you're really against the fresh eggs. So I am. (laughs) You've you've got an issue there. I guess those those eggs. But well, and again, if it's word art, but it's something meaningful to you, like maybe it's a Bible verse that really is speaks to you. I mean, don't take it down just because we're saying that it's not, you know, on trend right now. I mean, I think this is the time when, when trends go out, that's the time to kind of look at something and say, this is not on trend. If I just had it because it was trendy, now's the time to get rid of it. But if I, if it's meaningful to me, then keep it. Well, that's the tip of the day right there. Mm-hmm. That's very true because it is just, it, it, yeah, if you had it just because if it was a trend. You know, like your owl t-shirt. Like, did you just buy the owl t-shirt at Target, you know, however many years ago that was because it was the trend? (laughs) Or did you really love your owl t-shirt or whatever your item is? So that is an excellent way to look at it when you're listening to this and then when you're evaluating what's going on in your house. Yeah. And the, uh, our first house that we bought had this and I never liked it, even when it was quote, on trend, and that is uh, vertical blinds. <laughs> I mean, and they were, uh, yeah. you know, stainless steel. I guess maybe that was better than some of the other ones, but just kind of a metal looking. Oh, wow. Did they make a, like a clicky clacky sound? Oh, yes. Oh, Whoa. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Again, we had to move. Yeah, you definitely have to move. Well, I, I I told you guys I'm not going to tell you my vertical blind story again, but I can't remember what episode that's in. But if I can remember, we'll we'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, my mom had them at one point. Not a good thing. Oh, oh, the guy you dated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a funny one. We got to find that one. That was pretty funny. I can't remember what that was in, but oh my god, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. 
Many episodes ago. Many episodes ago. Well, and we talked about this just in a couple of episodes ago with the most common questions Mm -hmm. about the silk flowers. So that's the thing. But I think this has really been out for a while. Are those big silk flower arrangements? Oh, oh, that's that's good to hear. That's just good to hear, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You were getting a little nervous there? I was getting a little nervous. No. Yeah. I don't think that was never a thing for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you spend a whole lot of money on it, you know, mm, God bless you. I, hope you I, I know. I know. I haven't seen these in a while. They're expensive, too. Yeah, they were very expensive. Mm-hmm. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations. Any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. Okay. You know, something I've been hearing now that's out, which is just kind of driving me a little nuts because I just heard that, you know, we've been hearing that uh, the granite countertops are out, mm-hmm. which I think is a little crazy. So I yeah. read yesterday that quartz countertops were out and it's making my head spin. I saw that too. They were saying the real white one because it was too stark is what I read. Okay. Well, maybe that one. But the white I, it's, on it's white. Really, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a little frustrating though, because it's such a big ticket item. And then, you know, the experts say, okay, get this. This is what to get. Get the granite. And then people buy the granite. And then five years later, they're like, no, that's out now. Replace it all with marble. And then five years, no. And it's just, I mean, unlike, you know, a pillow that is easy to just zip unzip the cover and and buy a new one. I mean, this is a high ticket item. And I'm going to say, I mean, like you said, maybe, I mean, yeah, you probably all white. That kind of reminds me of the old Corian countertops, Mm -hmm. really. So, I mean, I think you definitely want some veining in there, but uh, I don't know. I'm just not going to be ripping out my countertops every five years when they say whatever it is I have is is out. But yeah. No, and no one should. Mm -hmm. And, but, and when you're, when you're putting in something that is as costly and as labor intensive as countertops, as right. kitchens, kitchen cabinets, and things like that, you really want to do your homework and don't let someone talk you into it, whether it be a kitchen designer or as Anita rightly pointed out, all the pictures you might be seeing of white kitchens. If that doesn't really move you, it, you have to love it. And you may not, you don't want to make a decision based on what is the hot trend at that time. You want to think about, you know, the lifetime of a countertop, the lifetime of your look of your kitchen. And you want to think about what you love. If you don't like white kitchens, if that doesn't appeal to you, then, then that's not what you should have. So, you know, but you know, trends are easy. Like we're saying, you know, to, to do the, the, the little sprinkles and the little extras. So, be really careful. And I'll, I always take a little bit with a grain and salt, somebody who's saying like an entire kitchen counter is out or in. You know, that's different than a, a fabric pattern or, uh, you know, a galvanized pitcher or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I They don't swing in and out as quickly. True. Well, and just, 
again, I mean, it's just too big an expense. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I, uh, when we did the farm, although at the time our house had black granite countertops, I just thought at the farm, I thought, well, I'm going to do something different because I don't want it all the same everywhere. And so I went with the brown and black and gray speckled countertop. And now I'm sorry I did that, but I just did that to have something different. And now, you know, I'm not, I'm probably not going to replace that anytime soon. That's what we have. So. And you're still a happy person. <laughs> I'm still happy. That's right. You can be happy and have something dated. I think that's, that's part of that's, that's also. <laughs> there you go. A key point. <laughs> yeah, there's a key point. Hey, we have a great question today that a lot of people might be thinking about. Mm -hmm. So this is from our listener, Benny M. And Benny is asking about side tables, the height of side tables next to a sofa or a chair or even a bed. So she would like some of our thoughts on not only the height, but the size of maybe the top of it. Oh, well, that's interesting. And I have a, and this is me personally, I really don't like things looking skimpy. It may go back to, like I was saying that my dad always said to buy the large size mm -hmm. of everything. And he always bought the large, uh, which may be why we're Costco shoppers. But, uh, you know, on the table, so I don't want it too short. So I like a table, a uh, side table to be about 30 inches tall, typically, uh, I'd rather look a little too tall than a little too short. And so 30 inches is about the height of a kitchen table. Uh, but I know, technically speaking, you want it to be about the height of your arm, of your sofa or your side chair. Same thing when it goes to a bed. I think you want the height, the top to be about the height of your bed. So the taller your bed is, the taller you want your uh, nightstands to be. And then one other thought there before Kelly weighs in, and that is on the size of the end tables. It really kind of depends on how you're using them. I have in some rooms, very small nightstands, for example, um, really kind of depends on how much space you have. But in other rooms, I use a whole dresser as a nightstand if I want to make a bold statement and I have room. Uh, because then that gives you all that extra storage. You can put more on it. And I think it has more of a, it just does, it, it looks grounded. Uh, so that's kind of my thoughts there. Yeah, I, you definitely don't want to uh, have something where you're reaching down. I'd rather go up a little bit if I'm reaching. So you really have to think about the tables. Again, the way it functions. I always like to think of the functionality before the style in a sense. So if you have to reach far down to put your glass down or grab your glasses or your book or something like that, that's not going to feel comfortable. So that would be my my sort of umbrella thought and tip there. So if everybody's sofa is going to be a little bit different, but Generally, the arm of a sofa is about 25 inches off the floor. So the height of a side table is in a range of like 22 to 30-ish. So you might go down a little bit, but you know, you're not reaching all the way down. So maybe three inches down at the most. And it definitely could be a little higher. Uh, I think it also depends if you're using that side of the couch or the sofa or the chair for reading. I think it's nicer if you have a 
table that's a little higher if you have a lamp on it because then the the bulb and the light is going to come down on you rather than being at eye level or lower would not be helpful at all. So I would keep that in mind is that how are you going to use that spot? Like um, in my living room, I always gravitate if I'm going to sit in there to one side of the sofa and that's the side where I have a, a, a taller side table. And I've actually used one of those tables that you cover up with uh, round cloth. So it's like one of those kind of particle board tables that you cover. Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. are taller. Um, So I have that over there now. And I am loving it. Not only is the height really nice, but I also like the fact that with the um, tablecloth on it, the round tablecloth, which is burlap with the burlap fringe, it just fills up the space really nicely. So I don't have sort of like these spindly legs. It just kind of adds another dimension to the room because I have a lot of furniture with legs in there. So I liked that part about it. So that's an option. If somebody's looking for a side table, you could try one of those and they come in various uh, uh, top sizes. So your surface area could be smaller than mine. But I love the big surface area. I have a normal size table lamp, not like a dinky little lamp there. And then I have room to stack some books. And then I have room to put the things I might be using, like a magazine or my glasses or my phone, if I'm sitting there to do some work or read something. I, so I really like that as an option. So I, I like Anita, I would I would prefer to go a little higher if I'm not level rather than going down. And my bed, my room is so funky uh, um, as far as having nightstands and whatnot. I do have a, a lower little table there. And I have to say it's not ideal, but it's the best I could do in my situation. I would much prefer to have something that was mattress high and then a proper lamp on it if I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like we were pretty similar on our views there. Shocking. I know, I know. Shocking as it is. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We had so much fun and I hope this was fun for you and uh, maybe it was helpful information also. Uh, Thanks again. And if you have any questions, please email us at decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.